It's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. What's up? My name's Adam. I am Gary. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. That's interesting because I, I can't believe I said the wrong name. My name is Gary. <laughs> oh, that's your first name. Your middle name is Adam. Right. must be Adam. Yeah, hey, yeah, Gary I, is for sure my favorite name. <laughs> I call everyone Gary. When I go to Starbucks, that's what they write on my coffee cup. Is, <laughs> what's your, your name? Gary. It's not even a weird name, but we always just say that as a joke. It was Dude, always funny. It's one of those. Uh, there was a movie where, like, I don't remember the movie, but there was a baby, and they were laughing about like the. Ba- what movie is this? It's called My Cousin's Real Life, Baby okay. Gary. Well, what I'm saying, I've been saying this shit for years. <laughs> I just remember what what why the one thing besides that. I don't know what that's oh, from. I'm but, just I've been but, saying for years, like like the name science. Gary yeah. in Weird Science. Oh, Gary! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh, that's what I think of names like Todd, Milton, Harold, Gary, Debbie. Like this is my baby. Meet Debbie. There's De- a movie. It just ha- this just happened in a movie. <laughs> Dude, I've been saying this shit for a decade. Like, can you imagine if I just had a baby? I was like, guys, come meet Todd. Dude, it's so, it's so <laughs> hard. Jill and I talk about this all the time about like the the burden of naming a kid a thing that isn't weird as a baby, isn't weird as a normal age, and isn't weird as an old person. Yeah, it's like really fucking hard. Yeah, even our names are weird for babies now like not necessarily ryan that might still be but dan is but like a fuck. baby dan yeah dan the infant josh like, a baby josh like, just dan for my baby josh dan <laughs> it's just weird like they're such 80s names you know carl yeah carl the infant for carl, some carl's a 70s name for some reason <laughs> gary todd and debbie and ashley has an aunt named debbie and an uncle gary and like i don't know <laughs> the 80s were all like bible names you know debbie. adam dan josh I don't, i'm oh, assuming no. there's a ryan in there oh no he's very biblical yeah, yeah the Lord. Mike, probably. I know about a thousand Michaels. I know my grandpa and my uncle are Harold Glenn. Everyone has a Harold. Harold. Yeah. Everyone has a grandpa named Harold. <laughs> I do. Not me. Mine was Larry. Mine's a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a skeleton, too. Hey, but. before we started uh, recording, we were talking about shows. You guys, have you guys watched that uh, Hubie Halloween? Yes. <laughs> yes. Still need to. It's fucking awesome. It's so good. Little it's parts so, of it. It's so bad, it's good. It's, yeah. It's so bad, it's it's so good. I, there's parts, of, I feel like that Adam and I, like, it, that, that's how we would edit a movie like that. There's just, like, random shots where, like, it cuts to, like, an owl and it goes, and it's just, like, it's so fucking dumb. It's everything good about all the dumbest Adam Sandler movies that we always loved. Yeah. I get why people would hate it if they do, but. Like I've, I've, I fucking loved it. I show like we're kind of like in Halloween mode at my house, and I've like shown up my kids like most of like the classics that they can watch, like Goonies and shit like that. So Nightmare I was like, Street. so <laughs> so I was trying to figure something that like Halloween, you know, like little ass kids could watch, and I put that on. And uh, oh, you don't let your kids watch like the real stuff? What like the shit you grew up watching? Yeah. No. Oh, dude, my kids have seen all of that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Milo will watch it, but he's not into it. I always, I'm like, you want to watch yeah. it? He's he like, he'd no. watch it if it was on YouTube. Yeah, I think he he yeah. knows of all of it from YouTube already. Raleigh, and I'm like, let's Raleigh. watch the movie. He's like, no, I don't want to. Raleigh's Kids don't fuck with TV it. at all. It's like, just YouTube. Yeah, Raleigh he, he sees all the clips. All the Predators. Like every single <laughs> nice. movie that the Predator is in, he yeah, watched we, them. We did watch some of those, yeah, when yeah. Milo was little. He had a Predator-themed birthday. That's awesome. <laughs> that's sick. Kids yeah. love that shit, man. Yeah. Like arms that's getting cool cut off. It, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's like yeah. cool alien shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's just cool. But the Predator's not scary. It's just... No, yeah. but like you know? it's just saw, cool. We yeah. saw Carl Weathers and something else, and he goes, "That's he goes, that's the guy whose arm gets blown off." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yep, we all watched that shit when we were like eight or nine. Oh, dude, for sure. Commando is like some mm-hmm. of the earliest things I can remember watching. Is like Commando, like all those R-rated action movies yep. from like 
By yeah. Nahara. Like in Commando when the, the boobs would come out, my dad would just <laughs> yeah. put his hand over my eyes and yeah. that was it. Not me, my dad would be like, huh. Like, look at those titties, boy. <laughs> my dad was so into that shit and my mom was so bummed because he'd be like, we're going to the movies. I'm not going by myself. <laughs> and he'd take yeah. me to see Total Recall, whatever. Yeah, yeah we, we, what else we want? We watched uh, Friday the 13th. I never watched like horror movies. Like I want to watch those as Milo. I'm gonna make Milo watch that shit. Yeah. Like I was all into like Goonies and like those kind of that kind of shit, but never like st- like I never had interest oh, in like my, my dad Hellraiser and yeah. like Dude, I Nightmare all that Freddy stuff. and like none of that. No. Faces of Death. <laughs> Fuck well, no. that's that's intense. <laughs> I watched that shit when I was little, dude. <laughs> I was so scared of every horror movie. I don't Still, even. I was scared. Life, so I, just, I don't even like horror movies now. Like. Uh, like all the newer ones, I, dude. We they're did not like horror movies though. They're like we did see the on tour. We saw the real. Grudge. Yeah, all the new shit. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like they're real. It's really like, trying to convince you there's a real fucking possession yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like come it, on, man. It's like bordering on the edge of this could happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, Do you remember we did? Uh, we were in tour on tour and we saw the Grudge. Yeah, I remember I had to sleep in the, the hotel room by myself. Yeah, that's. I was actually scared that night. That movie's scary. Yeah, that, that was good yeah, back then. Ashley was out. Yeah, she surprised her and Jen. I think her and Jenny, like, our wives just flew out and didn't tell us. They just surprised us. So <laughs> yeah. I got to sleep in a room with her, and I was still fucking scared. Dude, I was, I was in... Like, yeah. I was like laying in the bed, yeah. and like something I would like, you know, my you mind, know, my mind was playing tricks, and remember, like something would move, and I would just lay there. Remember, we lived in California, and the ring came out. Like, oh, before that, that was scary. Yeah. And, and Greg like freaked the fuck out and thought of real life it yeah, was yeah. like really happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember, remember we watched that movie at like noon, and I took a shower. Like, yeah, you were freaking out about. And it you too. thought the hand was coming out of the back of your head? Yes, broad daylight. <laughs> I was like yeah. in the shower, like, oh. You know, um, the thing that scared me most when I was a kid. Um, Pet Cemetery, that yes. Zelda lady. Oh, Zelda? Yes. Oh, dude, that was, yeah. that's the single scariest thing. Yeah, that's, yes. the, that's the single scariest thing of my, like, whole, my whole childhood. She runs towards the camera. Yeah. Oh. yeah. When she's eating that, I just remember like biting down on that soup shop. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Oh. Yeah. Hey, speaking, this has nothing to do with horror movies. This but is good because it's Halloween time. This yeah, is good, dude, it's a good combo. He said, happy anniversary. And he sent me a picture of me and my best friend, Dave Grohl. <laughs> Today's the day. That was last year or two years ago? Uh, two years ago. Two or Three years Three, ago. hundred, I don't fucking know. And when we did the Warped uh, at Sea yeah. cruise, it was on uh, over Halloween, and uh, Josh met Dave Grohl. Me and my best friend Dave Grohl. Yep. Let me see Straight that. hanging. You got to post that shit to the, to the old Patreons. <laughs> That's great. I met yeah. Dave. Were you? Were we walking together or... At yeah, the, we, the we met him. One? Yeah, that we met him at the show. festival or radio. Yeah. It was sweet when yeah. Scoobs met him, though, because he was, like, talking all about how he loves, like, our newer records. <laughs> And how he's like a super fan. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was almost like I had to leave. Yeah. Dave was like, do you think maybe I could just sit in on drums for a while? Yeah. In story of the year? No, yeah, so yeah. I, I like my job. <laughs> now, you guys met him like at a, in Canada, right? Nope. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh. Close. <laughs> it, was, it was that big fucking huge festival. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Played I was thinking too. about that big festival in Canada. Yeah, there was yeah. like 50,000 people or something. Yeah. Trapped. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. We were walking up to the stage where we were playing, and it was like, holy fuck, that's Dave Grohl. Didn't you film him, and he said something about Big Blue Monkey or some shit? Yeah, I had yeah. a... Oh, that's right. I, remember. I, had a, I had the camcorder, and I was like... I think I just said, like, hi, nice to meet you, whatever. What's up, Dave? Can, and we're all like, hey. Can I ask you guys? to do something really fucking weird? And was like, can you just say something, whatever you want to say about Story of the Year to this camera? Oh, I thought it was Big Blue Monkey. And he goes... I don't know anything, ever. He goes, uh, what's the Story of the Year? I'll tell you a fucking story of the year. I ate this big fucking burrito last night and something, something, went, yeah. and I'm sh- like shitting Talked out lava. Shitting. Yeah. And then That's we the lost fu- the footage and never could find it. Because right? it never made it on a DVD or We anything. just didn't use it because oh, the was label dead. was all freaked about oh. getting clearance from people because our DVD had buttholes and shit yeah, in it. So That's true. It's oh. on a tape somewhere. That makes sense. 
It's a, probably on a hard drive. I bet we captured it. I Yeah, it's probably laying around. A, uh, you know what I found the other day? So, like, I do this thing every year where I just, like, get rid of shit. I'll donate stuff. Like, just I just clean house. I can't stand a bunch of shit. And I found this old shoebox with the high tapes in it and this camcorder. And I realized what the tapes were for. This is a, I'll make this story super short. Uh, a couple years back, maybe 10 years ago, I know, I bought, you know how sometimes, like, when we were kind of hood rich, like, I would buy cars off the internet and shit? Yes. Uh, I bought a Honda Civic off the inter- off eBay, and the dude delivered it, and, it, like, long story short, he lied. Like, the shocks were all fucked up. Like, everything was fucked up by this car, and it was actually from this janky-ass dealership. And uh, I called, 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 and it's like, dude, you got to give me my money back. This thing is fucked, you know? And they would hang up and shit, and they... And finally, I got the dude to come to my house, and I set up all these secret, secret cameras, and I strategically <laughs> hid, like, a machete, uh, a hammer, like, all these weapons and shit, because I didn't know, like, like what what was about to... I didn't... Oh, for yourself, in case you had to... Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, it was that shady of a situation, and he was so... Such a fucking, like, shitty person that I set up this... Like, like two cameras, and I found the actual tapes of the transaction. I wanted to have the whole thing filmed in case he, like, no tried to attack way. me. Mm-hmm. I, had, I, hid, I hid weapons all over my garage and shit. <laughs> I was, like, ready to go. That's and awesome. what yeah. happened? Nothing. You cut his nothing. arm off. He came and picked the car up and gave me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool but no, story. it was, like, it was, like, weeks, weeks of him just dodging me, you know? Yeah, so I was gonna say I don't remember you having an old shitty Honda Civic for any. I bought of time. it while we were overseas off eBay, and then when I got home, <laughs> or like Ashley picked it up when I got home, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like this thing is." Josh fucked. had like nine Honda Civics in his <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just needed like a second car, and um, her like the car she was driving was shitting out. So like I just Hondas will go forever, you know. So yeah. I just bought. I don't know. That's my camp. My it's my camcorder story. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I I keep every once in a while finding the shoebox in my basement. That is actual like eight millimeter film. Mm-hmm. Remember when I bought that camera and yep. shot a bunch, maybe making in the wake or something or on tour a little bit. So I have a bunch of like actual eight millimeter film that I should get developed because that'd be fucking sweet to look at. Yeah, dude, I still have all of our tapes from the second DVD. I, I, so do tapes. Yeah, like there's well over a hundred of them. Yeah, like hey kids, there, there used to be tapes yeah. that you uh, recorded your video to. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have to sit there and just Not watch every single tape. And if you wanted a little part of it, you'd have to, like, log and capture. That's crazy to think about doing. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. Yeah, we couldn't just import the whole thing because we didn't have enough hard drive space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was, like, less than standard definition. Like, yeah. terrible shit. Dude, it's funny. I saw something the other day. I was watching where a teenager in the movie or the show says something about, says something like, uh, Hey, videotape this. And instantly I looked at my wife and was like, an adult wrote that. No fucking, yeah, no yeah, fucking yeah. teenager says videotape this yeah, right yeah. now. Yep. Uh, so we've been rehearsing Black Swan a whole lot. Hey, before you get into that, oh, because we'll, that'll go, we'll go into a lot. Uh, we should share the results of our poll on what it showed is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a few episodes ago, we, the debate was like, is it showed? what we think it is, which is the area between the balls and the butthole. Not on a woman, though. It's just a dude part, right? <laughs> Girls don't have balls. But I'm so saying, yeah. <laughs> but like, not between the puss and, and the butt, just between balls and butt, right? But between have you ever, balls. Have you ever went down there, bro? <laughs> I'll chuck it out. Uh, I believe that's called the perineum. All right. Uh, yes. Or, yeah, I, I don't think it would classically be this any of those words for a girl's right. section. A tank, classically. Uh <laughs> 
you know, as they classically call things. <laughs> classically speaking. Um, and then younger people, younger than us, call, say that a chode is a small, wide, like a short, wide penis. So we did a poll on Patreon. Thank you to the 85 people who voted. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> and there's the like 85 seven, people waiting. 17 comments. People like having a full discussion. So 58% said it's a short, fat penis. Wow. 41 said it's the area between the scrotum and the anus. We have been proved to be wrong in our belief, but it is an age thing. Also, yeah. what all yeah. the comments are saying on Those there as well. Those 41 are like plus 30. Yeah. It's all the older people are saying the same shit we said. Yeah. It's weird. How does the age difference change a word? Dude, I, th- I feel like Beavis and Butthead probably said chode a lot. They yeah. did. That's, that's yeah. why that's we all thought. Why, yeah. I don't know if they ever said what they thought it meant. Maybe we just assumed that what yeah. it was. that's what it was. I have no idea. I don't know. This Jordan Kinsey says, I was born in 1989 and have never heard of the alternate Sodi definition of chode. <laughs> so weird. it's about a 10-year difference there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks for that. Hey, you young Thundercats, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, yo, it's 530. We have a special guest oh, today. Yep, he's on right now. Oh, let's get him. We got a special guest. Guess who it's going to be? We'll just, we'll just let you find out in a minute. Dave Grohl. It's <laughs> my best friend, Dave Grohl. Hey! Ah, he's in the car. Oh, there he is. It's God, Steven. Hi, Steven. Too. You guys see me? Hello? <laughs> oh, I do see you. And we hey. can hear you, too. Uh, the people in uh, podcast land can't see you, but we can. Well, they're missing out. They are missing out. I know you probably waxed your, your butthole and everything for this, but... Well, uh... <laughs> He's like, oh, Jesus. Now you just lost my mom. Yeah, now your mom <laughs> can't listen. Sorry. It's Steven Christian from Anchor Umbrella and Amberlynn. Yay. That's right. That's right. Yay. We got Steven from our favorite touring pals, Amberlynn. How is life for you right now, Steven? It's going well. Yeah, it's going well. I am now back living home um, near all the Amberlin boys uh, here in uh, Florida. I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, home of Janice Landing, as I'm sure you remember. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Played there a lot. We played there together a bunch of times, I think, didn't we? Uh, We've probably played here about 41 or 42 times. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, was it hard to leave your ranch? Because... I flew out there for a weekend and photographed Steven for his, uh, for his solo stuff. And I just, I was floored by your setup out there. It was fucking spectacular. Was it tough to leave that situation? Absolutely, dude. I'm, I'm going to go back someday. I yeah. mean, it's just, I mean, I know you, well, a lot of bands, all we know of, of Albuquerque was Sunshine Theater, which is just not a good representation of the Southwest. So, yeah. Yeah. um, so yeah, but it was really, it's really great, man. I miss it a lot. I'm ready. We're actually, we're actually going out there for Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited. Yeah. So I woke up, we, you know, we had to start early to, to uh, drive out to White Sands to do the photos. I woke up at like, I don't know, we got up at like seven and at like by seven Oh eight, I was on a fucking horse. <laughs> Steve's like, let's go ride horses. I was like, I've never been on a horse in my life. And Steve put me on a horse and we just started walking through the desert. I didn't know how to turn it. I didn't know how to stop it. And Steve was just like, all right, you're good. And just started going. I couldn't get my horse to stop. I was really scared. He was just going. That he is, just, he just crazy. went. Yeah. yeah they, they don't have brakes, you know? No, they don't. Oh, no. They don't. You were, where was it? You said White Sands, New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is nerdy. You know that movie Space Camp? Yeah. That's where they landed the shuttle, their emergency <laughs> landing, White Sands. It is nerdy. I, said, I love that movie. That movie is pretty great. Yeah. Great. Right. So you guys you guys have been doing um Amberlin's been doing live streams. Like how how is all that for you guys? Like, are you digging that? Like, how is it? I mean, it's 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 positive and negative. You know, like as all bands such as yourselves, 
we everybody has to recalibrate and yep. we just felt like it was kind of one of the best ways to do that and um you know so the the benefit is you know for a couple of dollars you get to kind of see a somewhat of an Amberlynn show and the the, the the positives are that that you know we do it to where we can kind of see people's reactions and we can and they can write us and we can talk to them and the negatives is it's just not the same. You know, there's no energy. I think I think there was a, like the first time we did it. I remember saying thank you after a song, and I was like, that's just that's just old habits because nobody's clapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did that. Another, I did that the whole first live stream. I'm just like, thank you. Uh, okay, is that, that's thank weird. You. Oh, no, no. And then another time, I'm like clapping for myself. I don't know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely not the same energy. You know, it's just a, it's a it's a, a music video with a lot with a chat room. You know, and I, and that just doesn't have the same appeal. But man, I mean, we we I've watched several several bands, you know, live you know live streams, and I just enjoy it as a fan. So it was just kind of like you know we we should we should definitely do it for to to, to I don't know mix life up for people who might be stuck inside otherwise. Yeah, it's kind of all we have right now, man. You know, yeah, we're we're in the process of doing ours. We're doing three, our first three records. And while it is not the same, I was really taken back by how much I needed to play with my band. And even if it's people watching through screens, like I was like 30 seconds into it. Now, well, it helped that we we drank a lot and we were just like partying pretty hard, but like we treated it like a normal show. Dude, we yeah. went off and like rocked. And I, I was like 30 seconds in. I was like, yep, this is a real show for me. Like this is just, I don't know. I, I really underestimated how much I needed it, you know? We also yeah. have, I don't know, half a dozen people in there, like, shooting the thing, just crew that's working on it. So it's kind of like a weird, small, like, old VFW hall show, but with, like, insane production. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're laughing at my at our stupid jokes and, and, you know, letting us know if it's actually cool or whatever we're saying. or It's good. <laughs> it's better than nothing, as you're saying. I mean, it's just uh, some way to at least connect with people still and keep our shit moving and keep keep something going, you know? I agree, you know, and what I like about it is as a musician, that it challenges me to, to, to you know, learn, you know, we, a lot of the songs that we're playing now, we never played live, you yep, know, it's like, yep, yep. we call it like B-side, it's like the back end of the record where we just, you know, <laughs> yeah. hit, hit some freaking tracks. Yeah, you know, you so, knew you were never going to play that song live, you know? There was no point, you know, to yeah. like, I'm so, what I'm saying is like, what's cool is that I feel like on the next tour, you know, I was telling the guys, like, you know, we're no Pearl Jam, but I enjoy that Pearl Jam. You have no clue what set lists are going to play night to night. Yep. And I feel that because of COVID, because of, like, studying and practicing and playing, dude, we could just make up set lists. We can throw something in on the fly, and I would feel super confident. So that, as a musician, that's one thing that I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah we've been we've been playing, doing the same thing. Like, I would say more than half the songs we've played throughout this process, we've we've never played live before or even played before, you know? So we kind of catch ourselves going like, oh my God, like, why haven't we been playing some of this stuff? You know, like some of it's really cool, you know? Yeah. 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 It's fun to learn your own songs and go, man, we're fucking good. <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> I, I will say that, that truthfully, like, cause, cause I haven't heard some of these records, like, you know, never take friendship personal. Like I, I've not listened to that record in probably a, you know, like, like a decade because once you record yep. it. It feels very narcissistic to just, you know, you want to hear the mix. You want to make sure it's mastered well. But after that point, you kind of feel narcissistic to be like jamming your bass. Yeah, but yeah. re-listening to the songs, I just feel like, dude, we lucked out. We lucked out as a band, as songwriters. We were young and dumb. And like the fact that like the, we wrote these songs, it, it blew my mind. I just, I honestly, it was the first time where I was just like, oh, we were kind of good. You know, like. Yeah, just, same. Yeah, it, it's, it's good to be forced to look back and, and 
you know, just revisit everything you've ever done. It's a good retrospective yeah. thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, since we're doing since we're doing three record, our first three records. I don't know how you guys have exactly been doing yours, but yeah, we're doing the, yeah. the whole records. Yeah, same shit. So, not to turn this around on an interview, you guys, but you know, I, Dan, or I don't even know how many people write lyrics. I know you do, Dan, but is it weird? Because it's very weird for me to go back and listen to songs about like ex girlfriends and, <laughs> and girls that like I, you know, are people that I have no contact with, no relationship with, have no clue in the world where they're at. And I'm just kind of like, oh, what what she's up to? <laughs> yeah, definitely the lyrics are the the main thing that stands out as the you know the part that's like whoa this is a different time in my life. Uh, most none of mine are about weird ex girlfriends or anything. We didn't have many relationship girly songs because uh, I was with my wife even back in the early days. So um, that's not weird. But we do a lot of different political stuff and just different phases we went through. And yeah, it is weird. Was that, Some, your, was that your libertarian phase? Yeah, no, that, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was my uh, that was my alienist phase. And I was only for uh, Martians. That's funny. No, uh, I don't know. It's it's just weird because you don't always believe the same exact things for twenty years, you know, or you don't so believe true. them strongly enough. Like in hindsight, you're thinking like, "Well, we wrote a whole song about that." Yeah, we, why we, the fuck did I care about that so much? <laughs> we were that mad for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so it's crazy. Hey, so we only have thirty minutes with you. So um, there's something I kind of want to like get straight to if you're open to talking about it. Let's go. Okay, let's go. So my other band had the pl- privilege of playing some shows with you guys on your final tour and dude it was a super emotionally charged situation like i i'll be honest like i fucking cried like i teared, i puss <laughs> i like teared up really hard choked up it's like it was it was crazy so walking away from amberlin the way that you guys all did like what was it like getting in a room with those dudes for the first time and like picking up instruments and playing songs like walk me through your mindset throughout that whole roller coaster ride well let's yeah let's i mean we got to go back like you know to 2014 when we decided you know we we're on that last tour and and what you saw was pure exhaustion man we were just it was just it just felt like life came at us unrelenting and we never caught a break and i think in hindsight i would have made obviously life is a you know you always say oh i should have made so many different decisions in life but you know guys we toured Reck, crazy reckless like yeah. i mean just you you did too i mean yep. we did not give ourselves a break and i just feel like what no one told me is like hey you're 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 burnt out like i didn't understand almost the concept of it you know and 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 so that final tour for me you know that that last show in orlando i collapsed on the stage and you know just laid there like after our last song and it wasn't dramatic I wasn't trying to be like, oh, woe is me. I wasn't crying. I was literally like, give me a pillow. I want to take a nap. Like that's <laughs> I am that's, done. That I was my lay down. physical, emotional, whatever you want to call it. Like I just was baked. I was just burnt. And so honestly, like we didn't as a band, we didn't talk for like a year. And it wasn't, there was no, you, you know us, like we're all good friends. And like it wasn't anything personal. It was more just kind of like I have spent more time with you than I have my own brother or my own dad. You know what I'm saying? Like if you combine every minute that I spent with like Dion, Joey, or Nate, and you put them up against my brothers, I would have spent more time in this world, in this lifetime than I had with them. And so it was, it was tough. And then, and honestly, that last year, I'm being totally honest. I've already apologized to all the guys, but dude, I checked out. I was so mentally gone. I, I would just crawl into my bunk and lay there and just, I would get up before everybody. I'd wander around the city 
And then I just check out. And so it took me about four years into it, just calling each one of them and apologizing profusely. Like, I, I, I pushed you out. I pushed you out. I, I, I didn't know myself. I didn't know what was next. I, I was, you know, there were just so many questions I had. And, and I just felt like you were, you were like a knee-jerk reaction. I felt like if I could distance myself from you, um, maybe I could figure this life out easier. And I pushed them out, you know, and, and so I had to call each one individually and apologize and just be like, dude, we've, we've lived way too much life for you not to be in mine now. And so getting back in that room and playing those songs, obviously like that muscle memory is there. And so it was, it was more just kind of like, you know, cause the first time we, were, we played together was that December show with under oath in 2019. And, um, it was, it was, I mean, you know, sorry, 2018, December of 2018 was the first time that we picked up our guitars and picked up microphones. And it was as, as far as like talent goes, or as far as like remembering all the songs, it felt like just another day. But, but I will say like, there was part of it that was super, like uh, brought back a lot of positive and negative memories, a lot of positive, negative, like all that. But I think though it was completely cathartic and it was something that needed to be done years before that. Um, you know, it, it just, it was, it's on me. I, I take all that responsibility. That's, that's my fault that, that we, you know, it didn't happen before that it could have ended better. And again, nobody screamed, nobody yelled, nobody, there's no fist fights or, you know, nothing like that in the background, but it was just like, just kind of like a, 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 a progressively me pushing them out of my lives. And uh, that's on me. Wow. I wouldn't say it's your fault necessarily because our band did, definitely had the exact same thing, you know, without breaking up uh, a couple of years later, but we were just all burnt as well But after 10 years of touring constantly. And uh, we didn't break up, but we knew we had to stop doing it as often and didn't really do anything for three, four years, five years, whatever, you know, and... Uh, we should have broke thing. up and did a farewell tour like these dudes. <laughs> we, 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 didn't, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't capitalize on it at all. We, we just stopped bro- doing. We should have. We should have done it. We should have made a. We should have publicly just broken up but and then we came were, back. Same thing. We knew we needed it, and yeah. we kind of all distanced, and we probably didn't talk to each other for a year either. Half of us, you know. Uh, same shit that just happens when a band goes that hard for so long. It's crazy when you do yeah. anything for that extended period of time, and like, like you mentioned, you know, seeing your band members more than you saw your own family. I remember thinking the same shit, like the list any of us could make of things that we missed, life events. Uh, weddings, yeah. Yeah. Birthdays, you know, deaths. Everything. I'm going to miss some births. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss some births. <laughs> yeah. Like, turn, like, do we cox? Having to tell really close friends, like, sorry, I can't be in your wedding because I'm going to be on tour. I'm going to be in another country. We whatever. barely made our own weddings. For real. I mean, yeah, like, like within like four like, days, yeah. we'd come home from tour, I get f- married, go back on tour. I flew me. home from Warped Tour to... To make sure I was there when uh, my daughter was born. Yeah, yeah. like me and Ryan. Me Ooh, and that's Ryan, a good thing that we can talk about in a second. Yeah, yeah. me and Ryan scheduled our weddings like two weeks apart because we were off. Yeah, yeah. me and Adam did that too. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, speaking of flying home because you had a baby at one point, uh, that happened to you. And then I flew in and uh, filled in with Phil uh, for uh, about a week of Amber Lynn shows and took your place for a little bit. That was fun. That was so cool. You didn't I mean, get to experience it, but it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you did the first night, like you were there still, and we went through a couple things, and I sang, we sang the one song with you the first night, and then you went home. 
But if I was a fan, I would be like floored. Like this is the best night. I mean, I'm, you, you. It's like a. When I was a kid, I collected comic books, and there was this "What If" series. Like, what if all? But that was like, what if you two fronted him, dude? I thought that was just freaking cool. It was like, super fun. It was awesome. People still talk about that. Like they still, they still love that. So I mean, but like you're saying, I think that's one. And I'm not trying to get all like, oh, what was us? Because we lived the best life. So yeah. bar none. Yeah, of course. You know, join, start a band. Start a band. But dude, I miss my grandfather's funeral, you know, and, oh, and, and honestly, family members still haven't forgiven me for that. Like yeah. I miss, you know, them graduating college and with degrees and birthdays. And dude, it took me two and a half years to go on a honeymoon with my wife just because it was like, oh, we're married. Let's go out on tour. You know, we got to go on the road, mm-hmm. you know, so yep. you're, it's that, that, that aspect. It's just, you, unless you're in a band, you do not understand that. You cannot explain that to people, you know, but it's, 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 it's brutal. It's super brutal in that in that one regard. Especially as newer bands, you you can't miss the opportunities that you're given. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know if you miss you miss that you're you're screwed, and then you know you don't get that opportunity twice half the time. So you just go. You don't you don't think about it. You're absolutely right. You know, and th- and that's the mindset of young bands. You know, it, you know, will this opportunity ever come back around? Yeah. Ever, you know, and it may have, but we didn't know better, so we just yeah. Of course, I want to tour for three months straight, and not see my wife. <laughs> you know, of course, that makes common sense. You know, I remember but, we um, we would be on a tour together, sitting in the bus, and it'd be like, hey, we got this uh, tour in two months. We don't have the whole package lined up. You guys want to do that one too? You guys would be like, yep. So like, we just <laughs> fucking did like ten different tours in within a couple of years together yeah. like every time but we didn't want to tour with anybody else well and like the, we love you guys as people but like we fell in love like speaking of fans like we're all fans dude like we love your band and we just fell in like we fell in love with your music we fell in love with you guys as dudes so like we would every, fuck all of you every we, tour we would all that, fuck you. every tour that came up They'd be like, well, who do you guys want to tour? Like, we put... Anne Berlin, for sure. Amber like, well, every tour. Yeah, well, yeah. it's going to be Anne Berlin, yeah, so yeah. who else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you guys were one of the few bands that, like, we could just, like, watch every night. We could hang out with every night. We, like... Yeah. Yeah, oh, you guys... Man. I mean, there's a reason there's still such a demand for your, for your band. There's still a reason, like, where you guys have, like, more than just fans. You have, like, true champions of your band. Like, you guys... You guys are something special, man. Like, it's it's the well, truth, you know? Well, honestly, like, you know, and we've, we've said this, you know, you, it's not, this isn't the first time you've heard this, but we would not have been Amber Lowe if it wasn't for story of the year. I mean, I've said that to your faces and on stage, it's the truth, but more than just like you giving us opportunities to go on tour, dude, the, the amount of confidence that you instilled in our band was, 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 you know, and this, this world is, well, is savage. Like they, everybody's out for everybody climbing the ladder I'm, a, I'm my my band over years dude you guys were the first people that were just like no we're in this together and not only that like we believe in you and i can't i can't thank you enough i've said i, I must have said that from stage and in interviews 55 times about <laughs> we wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for story of the year so man everything is reciprocate reciprocated for the most part what you know but <laughs> no, not <laughs> that's all that's awesome uh, but but uh, no just kidding it was just it was all uh, it was awesome, man. I mean, just just how much you believed in us is is uh, man, just goes so far. So thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Good ass band. Well, hey, do you mind if we go back a little bit on the conversation? Oh yeah, I sure. Want, I like I like getting super real and let you know, and yeah. because this is just a part of part of life that people don't see. And I'm not going to talk to an interview about this, but I'm going to talk to my friends about this. Dude, yeah. marriage sucks. Like when you are in a touring band as much as we do, it's tough yeah. because. And people don't talk about that aspect because when we got off the road, suddenly 
dude, I got to know my wife for the first time and she didn't like me and I didn't like <laughs> yeah. her aspect. Yeah. And I, and I loved part of her aspect. She loved part, you know, and we had to, because when we get off the road, I don't know about you guys, but for me and my wife, it was a party. We are going to go, we're going to get a cabin in the woods. We're going to fly to California. You know, we're going to do, we're going to go up. It's, dis- it's like a honeymoon when you come off yep. tour. Yep. Yep. If Cause I finally got some money in my pocket and you know, I got some walking around money mm-hmm. and now let's go spend it. <laughs> and so it's kind of like a honeymoon where it's not real life, you know, and she's, yeah. she's paying the bills and she's got her own community and her own friends and her own life. And I'm just kind of like a byproduct that comes in, you know, we hang out for a couple of weeks and then I'm gone for two months. Yep. And so, and so when we, when we left the band, it was like, it was like having to we get to know like this, this woman that I've been married with for years and years. And suddenly we're like, Oh, I'm still waking up next to you. This is, yeah. this is, <laughs> so I don't know if that was how it was for you guys, but it, it was definitely like a challenging time of my life to, to start all over. It was definitely like that for all of us, I believe. Yeah. Even my own house, I'd be like, I, I, this is weird. I don't, I don't, I don't like my house that much. I, I'm not used to being here ever, you know? There's also a, a weird thing where, yeah, you come home and you, it's like a honeymoon. You kind of party, whatever. But also you come in and disrupt that person's yes. life. Yeah, that's that, what I'm going to say. That's like, what it really is. Because yeah. they, they develop routines and a life yeah. without you. And you come in and your shit's everywhere. And you're just like introducing. And you're used to all, like, being all about you. And you're yeah. like, well, yeah. I'm here. What's fucking my, I got to do my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Steve, I don't know if it's like this for you. But like to your point, Adam, like, you know, uh, especially with young children, you know, your wife's, you know, has a whole routine, like doing this for the kids, this for the kids. Like I do the laundry at this time. They get them on school, blah, blah, blah. There's like this whole routine set. Then you come home and it's like 2 a.m. And I'm like, kids, get up. Let's get ice cream. You know? And it's just like, <laughs> I'm my, home. Wife's, my wife's like, what are you doing? I haven't slept in seven years. And, you know, and like, I don't know, dude. Uh, I just come home. And I'm so excited to see him. And I just like, I completely destroy the whole routine and, you know, there were a couple of years where it was probably, I I mean, we've talked about it, like even in like counseling and shit that we talked about it. It's like, it's definitely easier when you're gone. It's like, damn, I got to check myself real hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's absolutely the truth. Yeah. That is so, weird stuff that we don't ever talk about, you know? Yeah. Other than with no. other band guys, you know, like if we're sitting on the bus, we would all talk about this, but it's like, every, and everything about that, that dynamic where you don't really know what the other person's life is like, that applies to being in a band on all levels from, from both perspectives. Like you talk about missing a funeral, missing being in people's weddings, all that kind of stuff. And then people watch like our DVDs and like, we're on tour with you, like, <laughs> yeah. like blackout drunk, wearing like weird costumes, throwing cones at our own bus, like just <laughs> fucking around in the street, like children and people are at home yeah, taking kids to school, yeah, yeah. like paying bills. So which but- now we're all those domestic nerdy dads too because now we're all used to that as grown-ups yeah. who don't tour nearly as much but no but adam you're that what you're saying super super relevant super important because i had a lot of guilt for a long time because you know we you know how hard a newborn is like you 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 don't but you guys know it's like it's the hardest literally the hardest job in the world is getting through those first couple months you know yep. and you know, my daughter was born and like nine minutes later we went to europe for a month and like <laughs> i feel so bad because I mean, this, this, the pattern repeated itself for years where she'd call and she'd be like, oh my God, I haven't slept. The kid has a fever, blah, blah, blah. This, and, and I'm just like covering the phone because we're at a bar and we're partying real hard. <laughs> uh-uh. And God. it's just like, we're living life. We just found out like this record went gold and like, we're like living the dream. And she's at home like doing that. And Miserable. it's like, yeah. And it's like that, that caused a lot of issues, you know? 
It absolutely did. Absolutely. I mean, I remember having to like, you know, like, again, it's like two in the morning. She's texting me the kids up and I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, the same yeah. thing. You're just <laughs> hanging out on the bus or, you know, whatever. Out. And I, just I like, had one of the best shows in months tonight. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or it's like 6 a.m. and she's like, everybody's up. And I'm like, I'm not. I got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got off stage three hours ago. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is. It's, it's tough. And there's no, and it is, there's a lot of guilt to it. And there's nothing you can do to make up for it. There's yep. no making no. up. But, um, and honestly, that was kind of the big reason that, that Amberlynn dissolved was that tension, that tension that I, I, you know, I felt like I went on tour and I was warring with Amberlynn against my family. They're like, they're like, let's stay out on the road. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And my, you know, and I'm knowing back home, my wife was like, please stay, please stay. So I, I felt like it was a war on two sides and the only real loser, like the person who was losing the most was me. And mm -hmm. so I think all that kind of culminated along with, man, I don't know. I know for a fact with you guys, but Kids. dude, I'm, First words, first steps, first smiles, all that stuff. And I don't care how many millions you make. I don't care how famous out you. There's nothing you can do to get that back, you know. And that so, all that kind of culminated to me just being like, dude, it's it's a, it's about time. That's how it was for me with the kids. Kind of changed everything, you know. I'm still like hyper obsessed with music, and I still live it, live and breathe for it, and just being creative. But when my kids came along, that was like that was the switch that went off in me and just having to leave and like, you know, God damn it. I'm going to fucking cry right now. Uh, just <laughs> having my daughter at the airport, like getting on a, Hey, I'm going to Australia for three weeks. And there, and she's like bawling, crying, you know? Um, you know, like that's, I would rather Mike Tyson punch my fucking dick than have to deal <laughs> with that. Like that's the, I mean, that's a different kind of pain, you know? Yep. And just leaving those kids and especially like, you know, just, you know, I'll get real too, especially the times where we're not crushing it. We're ma making okay money, but it's like, well, I'm going to leave my family for a month and I'm going to, you know, leave these young kids for a month. And what am I going to make enough for like, what, two house payments? Maybe it's like, is that worth it? You know, like that's, this is all the shit that like kind of led to us taking a hiatus. Like at least from my perspective, it was like my, I'm, my kids are way more important than, you know, than anything. Or even if you're yeah. making like pretty good money. If it's, if it's not way more than you would make at home, it's like really the question of like, okay, what's the cost benefit analysis mm -hmm. of this lifestyle and this income? It like looks good on paper, but then you think about not only like the additional expenses that come from living in a bus and flying home and fucking, you know, living on gas station food and all that kind of shit, but also just like the opportunity cost of life experience with yeah. Your family and your friends. I don't know if anybody else did this, but I would when I call home and I talk to my wife, Christy, I'd be like, I'd downplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that was happening on yes. the road. Yeah, uh, show was all right. Yeah, yeah, was, you know, we're just kind of sitting here today. <laughs> we're like, not having know. that much fun in the VIP section at the after party that they're paid us to go to. I don't know. Yeah. New York City is actually kind of a bummer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think for a yeah. long, I mean, for a long time, like I would come home and Christy be like aren't you glad to be home? And be like, yeah. She goes, cause it seems like you fucking hate it out there. <laughs> cause I would just down, I like I would yeah. downplay everything because I, I felt guilty. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you'd be like, nah, man, it was, it was okay today. Yeah. Like it was, yep. I think we all, and you guys as well have are still learning, but we've all figured out how to kind of balance it a little better as we all get older and don't, we obviously don't tour as much. I don't think you guys have even have toured nearly as much in the last few years, but 
uh, yeah, there is a balance, and you can make it work, but you have to uh, put importance on both sides for sure. It's true. And honestly, man, it's healthier and I'm happier. Like, I mean, yeah. the, the amount of touring is way down, like you're saying. Uh, I mean, I'm talking pre-COVID, obviously. But yeah, it's, like, it's way down now. <laughs> way down now. Um, but but it's just when it when life happens on your terms, when you get to choose the dates you're gone, how long and all that stuff, it just changes because the passion for me is back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm I'm you know, I'm excited to share these experiences with my family and I love it, man. It's a it's it's a totally different realm. And I just I wish I could have figured out life a lot better a lot earlier. And I guess, you know, again, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. but 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 uh, that would have been great. So yeah. we're so we're going to tour together again. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's let's do a moderately dis, uh, uh, long tour where we'll do a couple weeks and then maybe we'll do a couple weeks again some other time. And we I'm got, in. let's we, go. We got to get it back. Got to get the band back together, the other bro. One thing we never did with you guys. <laughs> I don't think we ever went overseas with you guys. Yes. Yeah, yep. Yeah, did did we? Australia. I was going to say. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Did yeah. We? yeah. Oh, yeah. we did. You're right. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Come on, um, man. <laughs> we went. Where we are, <laughs> we went to the U.S. It was and all, Australia. <laughs> it, it was always too much. We don't remember. We did too many things together. Yeah, it's hard to and remember. That's what I'm saying. There were years of my life I wasn't sure what band I was in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, to your point about like the happiness factor, it's weird how you know we both of our bands. You know, we've accomplished a lot of like wonderful things. Watch our dreams come true. Do this amazing job with your favorite people in the world. It's really weird how. It took not like kind of that kind of going away, having kids, you know, feeling this like change happening in my spirit and my soul and my body and all that shit. And then like easing the band back in to where you have a balance of both where it's like, hey, I'm home for a lot of time. But then on the weekends, I'm going to fly and do this show. And then I'm home for a long time. And then I'm going to run to Japan and just do three shows. Then I'm home. Like I'm happier now like pre COVID, like that was kind of this, like we're working toward this business model now of just extreme balance, you know? And it's weird that like how much happier I am. And I think the dudes are doing that than just being gone. Like I feel more inspired to write and more inspired to play more inspired to be in better health, more inspired to fucking do every facet of this band. Like my fire, my passion for this band is higher than it's ever been. And it's because we have more balance now. Absolutely, man. We didn't know about that before. (laughs) No, we didn't. And honestly, the the fact of the matter is, I guess in my head, and and when you're when you're again young in a band, you sit there and go like, I have to keep hustling, no or no one's gonna care. I have to keep hustling, or opportunities won't exist. But dude, our fan base is rabid. Your fan base is rabid. We have lifelong fans that are just like, are li- are gonna listen to this podcast because you are story of the freaking year, like your story of the year. <laughs> and so the the fact is like. We could have done this a long time ago. I just don't think for me personally, I believed in Amberlynn enough that I, I just didn't think like that people would still care after this much time. But the fact that like we still, you know, this many people watch our live shows and this many people came to our last tour and I'm just like, oh my gosh, why didn't I have this revelation years ago? And I don't want to like blame the manager or the label or all these things, but I think it's just so, you know, all these voices in your head, like, you know, you just, they just gets in your head. Like you got to go, you got to keep going, go, 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 mm-hmm. go, you know, but yeah. it just wasn't right. It's hard to know though. I mean, it's impossible to know in hindsight, whether or not we would be at the place, places where we are now and be able to have this balance if we hadn't put all that work in back then. You know what I mean? And it's hard to know, especially based on what the old model was. Like you put out an album, you tour until you can't fucking stand 
and then you get right in the studio and then you do it again. That was the model. So it's it's really hard to know if there was any other way yeah. prior to getting to a point where we now have this lifelong fan base. That all yeah. might have just led us to where we can have the balance now and be comfortable. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But but, but either way, we point. did some awesome stuff and we and we made it. We did it. We made it somewhere. <laughs> we made it to this point. High five. Yeah. No, I'm really excited to to do to really take this like idea of what story of the year can be in the future and like really like maximize it and just really do like super, super intelligent business and shit that keeps us motivated and keeps the fire lit. And to me, that's like the weekend warrior stuff, like be dads, be husbands and just, you know, tour in doses. Like we'll do a U.S. run on a new record. We'll do like the weekends, you know, festivals and all that stuff. And then while we're home, guess what? It's 2020, dude. Technology rules. We can write. We can make videos. We can make sweet podcasts every week. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it was in 2002 or whatever. Like, we can be a full-time band without being on the road full-time, you know? I love it, man. Exciting. You guys going to do a new record or what? Yeah. Where you got, what's your future? What's your future looking like? Talk to us. Yeah, we got about 15 demos. I'll send them to you. (gasps) You know? We we get first priority? If you want, we have about, I, I, we have, Ryan has about fifty. So, <laughs> I love it. so how's uh, so? What's the plan? Talk to us. Yeah, yeah. So right now, I mean, Joey and Christian have been just been crushing. Like, and so we've got about 50, 60 songs as far as just the music goes. Right, that's hard. And of them, I mean, like probably half those are decent. But you know, they just keep putting them up there just for, for me to sift through, and then I write music, uh, melody, and lyrics on top of it, and then send it back to the band, and they all hate on it, and you know, or, or love it. But, <laughs> yeah. And so that's where we're at. We're we're 15 songs with, with melody and lyrics and all that kind of stuff. And it, as soon as we get to about 25, then I'll then I'll uh, then I'll just say, okay, we at least got to start the uh, the recording process or you know f- find the producer, find whatever. We yeah. just got to move forward. So we're hoping you know that 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 things return normal and next summer we have a record and a tour. Will you so, do a label? I mean, it's again like you just said, it's 2020, and so the you know as opposed to 15 years ago, now the ball's in our court. We get to choose, um, but but it just comes down honestly to 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 time, you mm-hmm. know, because as you know, running your own stuff, going DIY is time consuming for everyone. Yes, and uh, so it's just kind of like which what 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 is the cost? What's the return on investment? You know, are we willing to put this much time? Because as you know, Nate's Nate's running King State, yep. you know, and. And, Christian and just Christian, had a baby. Christian had a baby. Dion just had a baby. You know, so, fertile so, boys. I mean, amen. <laughs> so we don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know. I can't answer that question right yeah. now. I, I've learned never to say never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're I'm, in the same situation. You're just like Justin Bieber. Ever tour again, Amberlynn? <laughs> mark my words. <laughs> this is our last tour ever. Wait, maybe not. I'm just. I'm like hyper curious about that because I'm like very intent on owning our masters from here on out and like just. Owning our shit. Um, oh, because you imagine Dragon's paycheck? <laughs> no, just because our last record, Wolves, we did it completely 100% independently, DIY, you know, DIY, like you're saying. Uh, it's a lot of work. It was the most work I've ever done in my life on anything. And, yeah. But, uh, dude, we own it outright forever. And, yeah, it rules. It was worth it monetarily. Maybe we could have got more promotion if we did it a different way. It could have been bigger. Who knows? Yeah. But, but, yeah. It's just things you got to weigh out. It's, it's it's a weird world now. Dude, the future's owning your masters. It's the future. Own your I'm masters. You, That's the present. Make $50 million on your masters. What? Yeah. 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 Oh, geez. I, I like money. Um, hey, unfortunately. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. That's, that's all good. No, we, we it's knew. not. You have to stay on with us. <laughs> you're going to be on here forever. Let no. Me. Hey, you're awesome. We love you and your band. Bands, everything you do. You know that. And uh, we'll uh, we'll do some stuff soon. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, dude. Thanks for being on here. You know how I feel about you. You're a first class spirit. Man, I love you, dude. So thank you for being love on you, here. Steve. Appreciate I, it. Appreciate you guys. All right. We'll see, you, see you soon. Tell all your dudes we say hi. I will. See you guys. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Steven from Anne Berlin, everybody. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. He's got a great head of hair still. It does. Yeah. Strong jawline. Looking great. God, it is. Yeah. Strong chin on that guy. Yeah. Must I, be all that Jesus he gets in his life, you know? Crisp white t-shirt on. We are, we sound pretty much nothing alike. Our bands? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Were both rock, we were both rock bands. Yeah, but, but, we, but don't, we don't really have much in common in terms of style and like message and like branding and blah, 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 and all that stuff. But we, like, it's, we didn't think we would ever be like that good of friends with them yeah, until but, we toured together. Yeah, but the similarities in our careers are striking. Yeah, yeah that's you true. Know? Especially like the emotional similar, like just being humans, the human element of their band. And, yeah. you know, just stuff I know that we can't really talk about. Just like, dude, a lot of similarities, you know? Hey, you heard him. We made them. <laughs> Scoop. They owe some royalties. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, just kidding. It's nice to hear though, right? It's like, because yeah. it's like to double down when he said it's not, we're not complaining or anything, but it's just nice to fucking hear that it's. Not just us. Yeah. Even when we talk to Ryan Key from Yellow Card, it's like the same thing. It's just good to talk to other band dudes yeah. about the similar experiences that yeah. you can't share with mm-hmm. everybody else, you know, that hasn't gone through that. All your, you know, normal friends in, in yeah. our city and stuff that we hang out with. Well, and yeah, I love that they fans, haven't done the shit we And did, I love you know? that Amberlin fans, Story of the Year fans, Yellow Card fans, like that they get to hear us talk like this. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, yeah, it's I like what our, it's what our documentary was supposed to be is what just happened. <laughs> They're right. all equally yeah. as fascinated you know? by this conversation as we are probably, you know? Yeah. That's Jesus. cool shit to, to hear. Yeah. You were going to say something and we started talking. No, all I was going to say is, yeah, our bands are a lot different, but we're also like strangely compatible. Like the overlap of our genres that we come from is, mm-hmm. is enough that it, it's almost like, it's almost cooler. Oh, we, I think we forced it, though, because... That's why we always liked them so much, because we were similar, but I think we kind of became more similar the more we knew each other and the more the genres yeah. turned into what they turned into. But when we first met them, we were like, they sound nothing like us. Like, yeah. they don't it's even like, fit on this tour, I don't think, and, but we loved them anyway. Yeah, we each forced our fan base to like the other. Yeah. Like, it just kind of yeah. like, it's way hey, cool. man, it's the only way you're going to see us. Yeah, I just remember hearing that first record, and I was like, I loved, like, the vocals, like, the... They did a lot of the thing where you bury the low octave in with the high octave and just like the music. I just, I was like obsessed with that first record, you know? Yep. Like we would, they would play the shows and then in the bus later that night, I would still listen to their band, you know? <laughs> you were like uh, dudes at Metallica concerts at Tailgate after the show yeah, and keep yeah, listening yeah, to yeah. Master of Puppets. And then never take friendship personal. Like um, just all their records just kept getting more interesting and awesome and like more risk taking and just. I just love that band, man. And there's not a band full of nicer humans. I know. That's like, real. Can you yeah. imagine ever being mad at any one of them about no. anything and no. all the times no. we ever toured together? No. no. And Steven's so sharp and so witty. Like, yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's a... Uh, and the thing that's most different about us is we're all just fucking assholes who talk talk about dicks constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. like, as you could probably hear, Stephen <laughs> yeah. doesn't cuss. Yeah, yeah. He's like just the most clean cut, yeah, yeah. nicest dude. And we're yeah, just yeah. complete opposites that way. But we all love that about each other. I know, dude. They would always be like, I love when you guys to say all this weird yeah. stuff. Well, like later on, like we'd see them if they come through St. Louis when we weren't touring as much, you go on their bus and they're just sitting there lights are kind of dim and they're drinking wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, but we come in the bus like, what's up? But as the years... Go by. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. As the years went by, though, they did kind of start to party they, a little they bit. They definitely well, yeah, did for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Like, it was just funny, like the the contrast of yeah, like, yeah. You know, they oh, started getting and they then have, I, like they had like a wine fridge on one of their yeah, buses. Yeah, yeah just more, our, bu- our bus was all like fucking uh, like butt wiper and like yeah. Coronas and shit and like oh, we got on, Miller Lite tonight. Yeah, yes. and then you'd go on their bus and there was wine. There was like a fancy I like Nate would be like, oh, I got this. I had the runner get this IPA from this brewery. It's yeah, right. yeah, whenever you know, he started drinking, he was getting all fancy IPAs. I was like, I remember damn, that. they're yeah, like doing it right. Charcuterie spread. Yeah, yeah. Olives. We had hot dogs. Yeah, and you know what else? Or moist towels. Yeah. Instant mac and cheese. <laughs> Why we're sucking their dicks? Also, like the best dressed band too. Uh-huh. I was always like, damn, dude, they just look so cohesive. Like they're just... about to do a heist with George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just look good. Then they did that acoustic tour, and they like, they even dressed specific. They look like Mumford and Sons kind of acoustics. They dressed like acoustics. <laughs> they wore acoustic guitars. <laughs> yeah. No, they just they kind of did like the Mumford kind of thing, and yeah. like they just nailed like the. The visual element of their band is really, I, I mean, I don't know. I, not that it was calculated. It's not that like, hey, we got to work on our brand. They just did it effortlessly, effortlessly and they just pulled it off. It's like knowing what we know, it's a hard thing to do, like to do like a coordinated like dressing situation. and not, For us, for sure, yeah. Well, yeah. I did, dude, name a band that outside of like, I don't know. It's it's just hard to pull off without it seeming like, without it seeming like forced and just like a marketing strategy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Those dudes just look like that. Dude, remember, speaking of them actually partying, though, remember the one night, it's in the, the DVD, where I have that, that I was talking about in the conversation, where I had that yellow foam Wendy's ma- yeah. uh, helmet yeah. hair on, yeah. and we were throwing, I was throwing cones at our bus, Yeah, and yeah. what else happened? You're throwing there? cones at the was million that, dollar bus that we don't was own. Was Florida, where Biff like, ripped <laughs> yeah. the branch off the tree? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, it was in Florida somewhere. Yeah. That whole like stretch of shows in Florida, we went fucking That's apeshit. That's where Ryan Muir m- met his wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it was Montiari, Anne Berlin, and somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could have Steve on soon. Yeah, they were the other band that we just kept trying to bring out constantly. Hey, we, we, should, just we should have all of Montiari on at once. So. Uh, That's how we operate. Like, if 10 people all trying to talk at once. <laughs> yeah. Borson uh, figured it out. You know, there's a million better guitar players than me, a million better drummers, sure. like singers. But, but like, <laughs> we do this because of our chemistry and our fucking friendship. And that translates out, like, how we, the bands we wanted to tour with, too. It was yep. like, Amberlin's a, I'm not taking anything away from them. I just sucked her dick for 15 minutes straight. <laughs> They're an amazing band. But we, like, we just love them as dudes. So yeah. they could have been awful. And we would just been like, nope, we're bringing them again. Yep. Because they're fun to hang out with. And they felt the same about us. There was just yeah. like, yeah, we're definitely going to do that yeah. tour because we love touring with you guys. So Yeah, we're way more about like fun and relationships and chemistry and just like being around good people than we are anything else. Was know? it them? It had to be them, right? When uh, from first to last on their first tour that we brought them on. And there was the argument about who was going to be direct support because no, they're the, the was, no, was, that was every time I every die. Time I die. Oh, last. Yeah. But I don't know who opened that though. What am I thinking? Red jumpsuit? I don't know. Where there was an argument over who was going to be direct support. No, that was every time I die and from first to last. They flip flopped every day. I yeah. think we had a, it might've been a different tour too, but they definitely did that. Well, I think we also had like a very similar thing had it with red jumpsuit where Anne Berlin was already on and they were already direct oh. support and, and like didn't end up going on the tour. Well, I think Red Jumpsuit was like popping off. Their shit was yeah. happening were, at, at they radio. They were supposed to do the tour and then they didn't do it. Yeah, because yeah, we were like, no, we're not going to kick. That's right, because, yeah, we wanted Amberlynn to be direct support. Yeah. yeah like they, I thought you meant once we were actually on yeah. the tour. Yeah, like we, we already agreed on what they're getting paid. They're on like their third album, their direct support. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. That is, yep, you're right. And also our friends. Yeah. yeah. 
That's fun. There will be a time when they have a new record, we have a new record, and we're in Australia and Japan and uh, Florida and St. Louis and other places, and just we're just, the, just and, those four and spots. Des Moines. And Des Moines. <laughs> and we're just fucking kicking it with Amberlynn, and we're playing shows. And we're going to get Steven to say the word fuck. It's mm. gonna, it's gonna be glorious. I feel like he said it. He just doesn't like to say it in public. No, he's yeah, he definitely yeah. <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's a respectful cusser. Yeah. yeah. You think Nate's gotten any shorter? No. Yeah, probably. <laughs> do we do? Do we fucking do Australia with them? How do we not remember this? I don't remember it. I think he made that shit up. No. Uh, it's, no. It, maybe it was like Soundwave or something. Yeah. It was it? Couldn't have been a headlining oh, thing, I right? I don't remember ever doing Australia with them. We did the one with Emery. Yeah, but that was speaking of Molly. of gentle Christian people. Yeah, yeah. Emery and. Logging Molly, that was our first headlining tour. We went back. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But wait, yeah. the one with Salesen? I'm just nine. They oh, yeah, we did that. one with Salesen. Yeah. They weren't there. Yep. Maybe oh, we well. did something with them. I, it doesn't we, matter. We, I, we I hope we, we probably did. did. We probably did. <laughs> I hope we did. I hope we did. Yeah. But. I don't think we did. I think Steven doesn't know where he was at. <laughs> hey, who uh, listeners, if you know, uh, send us a message. Yeah, Tell if any us. Australian fans know about this tour happening that we don't remember, remind us. Our 9% of listeners to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we wrap or did we have any other questions that we didn't get to? And we didn't those are all old now. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Let's do next next week, let's do a new round of questions. Yeah. And also if you're listening to this right now, you probably had a good time watching us play the Black Swan last night. That's right. Uh, it is happening in this is Tuesday, so it's, it'll be happening in two days. But by the time this comes out, we will have already done that. Yeah. So we're in the future now. And Past. even if you missed it, because it's on a Thursday this time, but you can still buy it the next day or up to like a week later or however long. But or if it, you bought it, the package, you still have it. Yeah. To rewatch, it's just right? on de- on demand for a, a length of time afterwards. So even if you missed it, get that shit now and go watch that. Yep. And we've talked about it. But if you want to support a band right now. In these crazy, us. crazy times, this is the one. We're the, the one. This is <laughs> this is one of the best things you could do to support your neighborhood friendly story of your band that because there's really nothing else we can do besides play these live streams until the world is somewhat normal. So Hey, at least we're badass at live streams though. Dude, we're 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 a lot better than I'm not trying to take a turn towards negative time town, but I didn't know that we would we're better than I thought we would be. Just given our past experience with broadcast TV and like we're well Live prepared, stuff. though, you know? We really did our yeah. fucking homework for these. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I've ever kind of practiced this hard for any tour we've ever done in almost two decades. Just learning everything, taking the time to, like, build all my effects out and everything. I put a lot of time into it, and we all put a lot of time into it as a whole, you know? But, yeah, if you want, like, it's pretty pretty awesome to support bands doing this right now because bands, venues, everyone in this whole industry is hurting pretty hard right now. So it's a pretty rad thing. To- there's really, well, there's, other things that have been hit as hard, but the music industry, the entertainment business in general is just yeah. completely fucking gone. Yeah. So, so it's pretty this rad. Is, this is our only option to, to, to do any kind of work right now. So, and it's cool for us cause it's, it's really, really fucking fun and I'm having a really good time doing it, but it's a cool way to kind of support us and kind of keep the train going, you know, yep. down the tracks. And man, again, we, we've talked about this a bunch, but it really is. I, I don't I don't see it as just like a good enough substitute. Like we're doing something that's not a live show. It's not a music video. It's like a special event that's something mm-hmm. that is its own thing and is really awesome in the lane that it exists. Yeah. So I think that's cool. It's something that I don't think we should stop doing even after shit's normal. Like yeah. we could do another special thing that's, I don't know, Metallica had a fucking S&M sequel that was in theaters. 
people Maybe do, we'll do a shit. Hall and Oates cover set. Or <laughs> I'm, I'm saying people do. No, I'm with stuff. you. Dude. No, I'm with you. I think oh, it's like I was telling Stephen that I've said probably eight times by now. Like one song in, I was like, "This is awesome." Like I was not prepared to feel that way, you know. And yeah. um, I don't know. I think anyone watching it, it's pretty apparent that we're having a really good time. <laughs> like we're not. We're like it the fuck. We can't fake shit. We're terrible at that. Yeah, we're we are, we are not actors. We are god awful at all that. <laughs> and it's pretty. It's like we're. At the pageant or at the Norva or in, it's even yeah. more and and just insane and crazy because we just we don't have to deal with the crowd so we just sit there and talk shit the whole time. Yeah, it's just like this, but on stage. Yeah, I'm a pretty good actor. I do. You guys think I like you? I do miss the energy <laughs> of the crowd. Like that's yeah. I'm stating like the ultimate obvious that we all like. It is different. For miss sure. that, but like it's kind of like balanced out by just like the novelty of doing it. Like yeah. whoa, this is just like this. Like you said, it's not a live show. It's not. We're yeah. not trying to replace live mutant you know the normal shit but we wouldn't be able to do this otherwise yeah we wouldn't be able to do three records in their entirety for everyone to see you know with full production and yeah with full production and the way we're doing it so it's a cool thing it's just a whole thing in its own yeah it's in conclusion we're having a fucking good time shit yeah good times josh isn't though look at his face (sighs) he's so over this band bro i was trying to see if we actually did tour in Australia with Amberlynn, and we did not. <laughs> I, I'm 99% sure that we didn't, I but... I could find nothing. But hey, I will. So what do you know, Steven? Idiot. <laughs> well, tight. All right, um, yeah. Hey, keep it tight like buttholes. Let's go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Again, uh, even though the Black Swan happened last night, you can still buy tickets, or there, there's, there's still ways to watch the shows, support, and uh, give us some money. Yeah. I think you might even still be able to do the In the Wake one. Yeah, for like I think it's up until a week after the last one. Yeah, yeah. So they're all just still yeah, yeah. streaming on the on the site if you buy a ticket. So you got plenty of time. Just get them, watch that shit. GoSignal.co. Yeah. Yep. And then the Page Avenue one is a week following the Black Swan one. So that one's coming up November sixth. R- November sixth, right away. That's next Friday, a week from today when this comes out. And as always, thanks to our Patreon people. And uh, if you could share this podcast, leave us a review. Rate that shit. It really helps, uh, oh, yeah. especially down the road as we grow this thing. It really, really, it'd be pretty hey, give dope. Give us a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Nudo House, uh, Four Hands, all our people who hook us up all the time. You guys are awesome. We'll be coming for that shit soon. Because <laughs> you know we hungry. Yeah. Ooh, I'm hungry. Sweet. Thanks, everybody, for listening. My name's Adam. I'm Dan. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. I'm Gary. Suck one. Can we go on?